to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every Bare Naked Lady song from 7 to Y. And tonight, while we are recording, the stars are brightly shining, but I have a thrill of hope that yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. But until then, I am glad to welcome my friends, Heidi, Stefan, and Jeff. Hello, hello everyone. Hello, Merry Christmas. everybody. And happy Hanukkah. Happy oh, Hanukkah. Hello. I just think it was ironic that you just mentioned all those lyrics that you won't be hearing in the clip tonight. Right. <laughs> well, we put that clip in right here. But yes. yeah, you didn't. What well, I don't know Perfect why team. I didn't do anything wrong. There were no lyrics. That was not my fault. No, <laughs> no. The clip is pretty much the whole song. Because tonight we're talking oh. about "Oh Holy Night" from, or as I like to call it, Tyler, Jim, and Kevin's warm-up song. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like- I, I'm going to disagree <laughs> with you on that, <laughs> and I'm going to disagree with you strongly on that. Okay. I think it's Tyler, Ed, and Jim's warm-up song. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> because I, I think that we only have one person on the song. Yeah. There's at least two, right? <laughs> no, I don't even think we have two. Oh, wow. Okay. But we'll, we'll get to that. Right. Um, we should discuss about what Oh Holy Night is. Um, so I'm going to throw down a little bit of knowledge here for a few minutes. That, that should waste some of our time. Oh boy. Um because <laughs> we really gotta fill this week. <laughs> we have no lyrics to discuss. Um so the song, Oh Holy Night, is based on the palm uh poem called Minuit, Minuit Christian, which is written by Placé Chapeau in a stagecoach to Paris between Masson and Dijon. Ooh. Dijon. It was written in 1843. <laughs> this is a Dijon song. Fancy. Yeah, it is. It, it is Dijon ketchup. All the fanciest Dijon ketchup. Oh, yes. The fanciest <laughs> old holy nights out there. So they wrote this song, or so he wrote this poem in 1843 because the church organ in Roquemaurie had recently been renovated, and as they kind of did back then, the church chaplain thought that this was a huge occasion, and so he had a poet write a poem about about that, um, or in honor of that. And the songwriter, Adolphe Adam, set it to music later on that year, and then it premiered in 1847 as being sung by the opera singer Emily Loray. Yeah, Adolphe laughed the whole time as he was writing the music for this, by the way. He's like, let's write a melody that, like, 
10% of the world can sing. Exactly. <laughs> well, that it's the Star Spangled Banner of Yes, Christmas right. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> but it actually makes sense because he was an opera writer. That's his job was to write for the theater in Paris operas and musicals. So yeah, of course he's going to write the things that are most difficult for them yeah. to kind of do. Um so I'm going to put in a snippet of Pavarotti singing the original French. And the English rewrite here. Now, it's important to know, I don't know if you guys read up, but uh, the original fresh ver French version of this song was completely different than the American English version when it comes to the lyrics. I'm not surprised. We kind of butchered the things. The French lyrics, yeah, we, we butchered these. I mean, I like the lyrics to this song, but we they, they are not the same song in any way, shape, like or Like The Office. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Butchered. So the the first verse for um, Minute Christian is Midnight Christians, it is the solemn hour when God-man descended to us to erase the stain of original sin and to end the wrath of his father, the entire world thrills with hope on this night that gives it a savior. People kneel down Wait for your deliverance. Christmas, Christmas, here is the Redeemer. Oh, yeah, we totally kids bought that. What, was it too much effort to flood the <laughs> earth again? I mean, come on. <laughs> Honestly. That's a lot of, that takes a lot of work. That's a lot of work. You, you can't just, yeah. <laughs> you're God. You come up with a rainbow to promise that you're not going to do it again. Come on, who does that? That's not a god. I, I will say, Oh Holy Night is probably my favorite Christmas song of all time. Without a doubt. Like, I just, I love it. I it wish is... they had kept this verse. Yeah. Love unites those that iron had chained. Like, that's a beautiful mm -hmm. line. Why did we decide to, like, change that in the English? <laughs> we actually changed it, if you look at the second verse, though, to incorporate slavery. Well, the third verse, but yes. The, the third verse, yes. Yeah, yeah. so. And, and, so slavery from when? Because most major uh, empires, you know, they enslaved all the people that they conquered. So um, from when to when? Because it's been going on for millennia. Well, the English version was written in 1855 by a minister, um, by a, a Unitarian minister, um by the name of, hold on one moment, I can get his name. And, and abolitionist. And abolitionist. Uh, 
Oh, I have it here somewhere. Hold on. Uh, John Sullivan Dwight. And it oh, became really popular yeah, because he was an abolitionist. And <laughs> in that third verse, like you were saying, um, Jeff, is truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Change shall he break for the slave. He is our brother, which is really cool. I think they're referring to slave uh, change of um, slavery of sin. I think that's what they're kind of referring well, to. I, I originally, yes. I think in the French version, you're correct. I think in the American version, it's he was, yeah. yeah, he was literally going for the slavery thing because he was an abolitionist and he was trying to get his his words in, but. I like that love unites those that iron had chained. Like that's a very poetic line. Keep it. <laughs> it still gets the point across. Mm. So, yeah. So why don't we just kind of unite and, against sin and be like, all right, sin, we're going to make you fall under our feet now. You know, if love really unites us, let's do that. Let's just kick it in the well, butt. And then like, yeah, it, it, I love this. This is one of my favorite, favorite uh, Christmas pieces ever. Um, it's a staple for a Christmas Eve service. It's a, it's a, it's vocal athletics to be able to maneuver it the way it should be done. Um, it gives you it, chills. It's a huge mm. range um, that you have to be able to achieve. And unless you're very strong in either your full upper range or a very full low range, it's it's nearly impossible to to sing it well. I've heard it sung mm. well, and I've heard it sung poorly. Um, and the second verse is just gorgeous. Um, Chains he shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Um, so that's it's just it's a beautiful sentiment, and it's it's a very challenging song to sing because one of the one of the um main um iterations of it that is usually done is it's a very awkward song it doesn't come in where you expect it to mm -hmm. between the first verse and the second so it's like it's it's a little over delayed with the accompaniment so you're always thinking it should come in at one spot but it doesn't it comes in a little later yeah, so it's yeah. it's it's challenging on many respects to to do well um i i won't say what i think of this version yet because it's <laughs> i was gonna say what did you think of the singing of this version oh, oh i thought i thought it was some of their their best vocal work. Huh? Oh yeah, it was so low, so low you couldn't hear it. Um <laughs> but um wasn't there a a live um thing that they did? So that's going to be the appearance for this that, week. Um I I put it down sing. earlier. Um later on after this album was released, they actually did this album in Boston live with the Boston Pops Orchestra in a full in live Boston. course. Yeah, yeah. Don't get and me started. So that was on the one that I Austin? Don't get me started on this subject. <laughs> <laughs> but so then we had Steve actually singing this, and Jim and Ed and and Tyler actually playing it with a full orchestra and a full chorus. Yep. And that's it was the way beautiful. they should have put it on the album. And that's the way they should. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> for me. I... So I can it's give you the breakdown it's because it's, I mean, they do stick yeah. to, I mean, it's, it's 90 beats per minute. So they pick, kick it up a notch. 
Um, it's normally much more, uh, much more slow. It's more, um, uh, not even. It's not daunting. somber. It's, it's 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 just it's it's plot reverential. Very re that's a great word for it. Um, it's in C major, so it's very basic. Kevin or whoever I'm assuming Kevin. Um, I took to the hockey rink organ um, during the Zamboni break and played this in in between uh, in between uh, periods of a hockey game, um, which is almost <laughs> sacrilege. Um, it's kind of that funny. was the exact yeah, same. What I think of was this is almost sacrilegious. <laughs> like I almost that was we're from the northeast because we're like the hockey game organ, yeah. rather than the baseball organ. And actually, oh, well, like my pep band, yeah. we play hockey games. The the college that I teach at, and I'm the I I direct the the spirit band or pep band. And there's a hockey organ up there. It's huge, and they really want us want me to play the organ for. And I'm like, I'm not really. <laughs> too great at hockey organ yet but um but yeah that's pretty <laughs> dun, much what it is dun, 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 and, it follows, dun, it, and, this, and the thing is though is this piece musically is challenging like we already said it requires vocal athletics it it starts off fairly normal it's in c major one four one five one one four one then it shifts into a seven seven minor three seven seven minor three and then the thrill of hope is a five seven one five seven one. Then the chorus sticks to all minor chords six three two six, Ooh. and then it goes six, back six, into six. one five seven one four, and it, it's very traditional. So Kevin does stick to it. He does make a mistake um, in in the melody uh, <laughs> later towards the refrain, um, but it's just oh, it's it. Everybody. It literally sounds like he threw it together. <laughs> he he makes he makes a mistake. <laughs> it's, well, yeah, no, it's it's that one of the notes in the melody is not right, and and it's bothered in, me in for the, a long, in the, in long the verse, time. In the verse line, he hits a minor key. That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, he does. And I was I was listening to the whole album. I listened to the whole album again. I, it's, I, I listen to this album a lot, actually. Um, and there are so many good songs on this album. And then there are three that just should be sent off. Yeah, there's gone. two good songs on this album that sandwich this cream-filled nothing. <laughs> and and kind of like the so two little girls that you have in the you... background there, Heidi. It should be burned. <laughs> you're you're so right, Jeff. Like, it comes in between... I where is it? And El, and El Flamen. Yeah, you have, Hanukkah, you have Blessings, Hanukkah Blessings, which, which is a glorious song. You and have El Flamen. Yes, is great. Yes. I love it. Mm -hmm. And but there are a few songs on here that I know you agree. Do they know it's Christmas? Is not great. Uh, wonderful uh, Christmas I just, time. I would disagree with you on that one, but kind of bugs me. Um, do they know it's Christmas time? Yeah, I would disagree on that one because I, uh, I, I I just love that song to begin with, and I do like. Maybe that, it's but, because but, I love yeah. the original so yeah, much. I. Yeah, I would. I would add one more on to. I would. I would disagree with you about do. Do they know it's Christmas? I agree with you on wonderful Christmas time, which we'll come to, and I would also throw one more in there, which is Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. 
Oh, I kind of like what they do with that because I like the fun that they bring in, you know, Robin laid an egg. I, like, it, it's very think, much my childhood. I think I scored I saw three ships pretty low, too, when we did that one. Am oh. I misremembering Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? The Hold thing on. with I saw three ships that has always bugged me is it should be in six, eight, and they do yeah, it in, like, it's, yeah, four. Yeah. They do it in four, and I'm like, I can't, my brain doesn't want it to be that way. I don't know if I like an um, acapella either, but, you know. But there, I love Green Christmas. I, I, oh, yeah. I and Elf's Lament is so good. Such um, a good song. Snowman, yeah. I love that song. Footprints, I really like that song. There are so many good ones. Sleigh Ride is just, it's like they, they, they're like, hey, let's throw a few more. It's such a weird album. Well, even, even, even the Hanukkah song I thought was weird on this one. You yeah. had Hanukkah Blessings, which is this glorious Hanukkah song, beautifully written, executed Hanukkah song, and then you just stick the. Like the Hanukkah, the um, uh, the I think it was was it Odredo or Hanukkah? Is it well? They have they, Hanukkah, Hanukkah, oh, light the menorah, and they yeah, have, I have a little dreidel. Yeah, the, right, right. It's such a weird album. It's such a weird it album. Is. It is, but this one is I I I just I love them, and I love I love them so much. But this this one just for me, it was like oh oh guys, I would have much preferred Stephen to sing it. He's got yeah. that. Yes, voice. yes. <laughs> Heidi, Heidi, you are misremembering Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, it by was the way. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was done exactly right. the same way that this right. one. Oh, you're right. It was Jingle Bells that they throw yeah, in. A, yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I Jingle Bell. Yeah. yeah. But Rudolph is just like, it, it. it's all three of these. I feel like they could have deleted them off this album and it would be a tighter yeah. album mm -hmm. to begin with. Why did Kevin feel like he had to, or, or okay? Why did they feel like they needed to do that with this song? Why was this included? It's a minute, minute four. It's like a minute four. Or something. Like yeah. minute six long. Sometimes you don't you don't mess and with perfection. Sometimes these Christmas songs, in particular, they're just amazing songs. I I get that he's trying to make it fun. I get that he's trying to do it upbeat. I don't think it works. I would much rather hear Steven, who has the amazing oh, voice yes. that can Absolutely. Hit this. And that's why I was so glad hit to see this. the Boston Pops rendition because. Oh, give me chills. Give me good spuds. He's got the. It, it really is so good. And he holds that one note so brilliantly. He does go off pitch right towards the end as he's lifting out of it, which is common when you're holding that much breast support. I was going to say, that's fair after you hold a <laughs> note for fair. about 30 it's seconds. Fair. <laughs> um, and it's it's to the point of, it's almost like those Family Guy episodes where where it just goes on just too long. <laughs> like, the joke just goes on a little yeah. too long. But it wasn't. It was just enough. And and I just, for, for a Christmas carol that is so close to my heart, that is so challenging and so gorgeous and so haunting in so many ways, it just seems like they just took it and we're like, yeah, um, let's just speed it up and put yeah. it to like a, a, yeah. a, a yeah. hockey keyboard. That just, it just, I, it gets me every time. I'm like, I, I would skip it every time. I do. I do. I skip this one. Yeah. And, and I think that you are right that it, it feels sacrilegious. It really does because it is such an amazing Christmas song to do that to it. No, doesn't it doesn't. And feel I, right. I feel I, I feel just want to yell out, hey, better, better, come on now. Now that said, I have to give it the props, which is um I I've I know this album very well. I've played this album a lot. This is one where I've I've 
um it's been on it's been on loop especially around like christmas time and everything um but i still wanted to play it tonight to kind of refresh my memory um tracy just so you know there's something going on with my audio it keeps spiking and going back down i don't know what's going on i'm, I'm tired, tired of fighting it but um all right so anyway i don't know what's happening with audacity <laughs> but so if, if I have it's, to, it's going blast your, level your as version off from Zoom. But um, <clears throat> so um, as I was playing this tonight, my wife made the comment, "Oh, that'd be cool to listen to while you're cooking or trimming the tree." And I was like, "Really?" I was just like, "Yeah." She's like, "I like that." My kids were <laughs> dancing to it. Like my kids got up and started dancing to it. And as I was listening to it, I was like, "It is fun." Like, like there's a part of me that has to say, like, as much as I love the original song for all the reasons we talked about, it's a and I and I do have said many times i wish he would have sung it and then we find out he did um uh, there's something about the flow of it that's that's catchy and works if i didn't know that it was a holy night (laughs) and i didn't know but it's the it's it's this it's to me it's like you remember when you first get the casio keyboard that's got the drum beat that you can hit and you can play around with different drum beats and you're like okay i like that drum beat i almost Mm. brought one of my keyboards downstairs because my my digital piano doesn't have that ability and i don't have the hockey organ sound because before tonight i was like playing around with it on there and trying to get the organ sound but my keyboard keyboard upstairs i do have that ability to throw that drum beat in and it was like i'm playing around with my casio mm-hmm. and that's what it sounds like it sounds like he just hit a casio yep. beat that was programmed in and it, it i don't think there's tyler you don't i don't think, think tyler's playing the brushes on this just <laughs> kevin all right no i, I think don't. it's complete casio keyboard i wish that we had Tyler and Jim and Ed playing in the background on this song. Like I would, I want to hear them do it. And, but even more than that, like you, we had said earlier, I really would like to, like if they're going to do something different and weird with this song, do the Boston pops. Like on this whole album, if you're going to do this song, like, just like, you know what? We're going to just like, outlandishly hire the Boston Pops, have a hundred, you know, a hundred person or chorus behind us and nail this song for one song. Or even put the live, maybe put the, even put the live version of it. Like if it was recorded, put the live version on it. That'd be fine. And maybe they chose to do it this way without lyrics because putting lyrics to this version would just be complete, like worse than it already is. You can't yeah. go, you know, you just, no. yeah, you can't, <laughs> it's so hard to marry the two, but I do see what Jeff's saying. Like if I took it by itself, it's kind of like, you know, reading a book and then seeing the movie and you have to take them separately because mm-hmm. they're very different entities. So if I didn't know it was a holy night or if it wasn't so close to me, I'd probably be popping yeah. yeah. along too. And, and that's actually spoiler alert i i actually like when it was playing the other day i was like oh, i found myself popping like my kids started dancing my wife was grooving and i was like and i kind of got into the groove i was like yeah i was like that in the kitchen i totally did but but that's an example of them doing something I was going to say, that's something, that's an example of them doing something different and fun with the, with a Christmas song that you don't expect and making it actually, I feel really good. Um, and we'll get to that and next year, 
But I, I feel like that was one of the things that really stood out on the album. This not so much for that. For the I took they took a swing, and I don't think this was the one to do it with. This this wasn't the song to do it with. I if you're gonna do it, I can see you doing it with Wonderful Christmas Time or Rudolph. It's not it's not a cherished song. How about none of them? Because it's sacred oh, music. Yeah. <laughs> really, you know? Well, Rudolph isn't. Mm. Well, Rudolph's an alcoholic. <laughs> That's why his nose is red. Oh, my God. You know, and his biggest accomplishment is leading a sleigh? Come on. He went down in history. Oh, like Hitler. I was going to say, you can. <laughs> that was out. You just man. compared Rudolph to Whoa. Hitler. Wow. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Whoa! That is yes. a strong. I think stance. his nose is red. You should see his foot. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna cut that. <laughs> what? There were twenty reindeer before Rudolph showed up. I mean, technically, I'm Jewish, so Hitler and Rudolph are both kind of not great for me. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rudolph was written by a Jewish oh, man. That is true. That is true. Was it? <laughs> yes. As a, as a um, commercial okay. jingle, yeah, it was. For, yeah. Yeah. I retract the, the Hitler comments then. How about Napoleon? Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that really grates on me about this song is the low chords. Where I know that they're important to have in with this song. I wish he had left them out, though, because with this organ sound that he's using... It just sounds like someone, and kind of going back to last week, it sounds like someone farting in the background. It is just grating <laughs> and annoying. <laughs> and once you notice it, you can't, you can't stop. You cannot hear it, right? <laughs> yeah, I think the song would be much better without the organ and drums. <laughs> <laughs> just one minute of space on this album. <laughs> I I like the. I like the hidden track on this album more than I like this song. I haven't even so heard the album. We didn't cover hidden the hidden... There is a hidden track. We didn't yeah. cover the hidden track, which is just them singing Happy Birthday. Jesus, Jesus. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that more than I do this. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. <laughs> and, the, and they are hamming it up on that song. Like It is not done <laughs> reverentially, but I like that more. I think Jesus will get over it. He's kind of a forgiving guy. <laughs> yeah, they say so. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, speak to the uh, people from Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, that wasn't that was Jesus. Jesus. Very yeah. forgiving. <laughs> Same dude. Same right? dude. That was a that was a that Only was a that Catholic. was a whole another testament. <laughs> yeah. Same God. Same son. <laughs> Maybe the money lenders he kind of walled yeah. a little bit, but money lenders. All right. <laughs> so guys, <What>? I <laughs> I have no more notes on this song. It is <laughs> does anyone else have anything that they would like to put down for this song? Uh before we put this song down. <laughs> I think we, we already put this song, song down. down. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna drag this thing out into the backyard in a few minutes. But before that, is there anything else yeah. anyone wants to add? Definitely a a, <laughs> a mercy dispatch. <laughs> Jeff, what do you have for us for our rating this week? 
Oh, good okay. call. Zamboni. Uh, let's do it I on hockey. I guess that's organs. better than hockey. Dis- I mean, murder <laughs> dispatches. But... <laughs> or Hitler. Oh, yeah. Right. Or, yeah. <laughs> or Hitler's. <laughs> no. On a scale of zero to five Hitler's, how do you rate oh. this? Level? I just like tossing out things I know are going to get. But Heidi will attest. I've stopped cutting. I just, <laughs> I just splice things in as they are. so many episodes, you hear you, Tracy say, or somebody, Jeff, will usually say, oh, that will get cut. And you never cut them. You never cut them. You kept in the Aretha Franklin thing. And I was like, you kept that. You kept in Aretha. Aretha. Aretha Franklin. My kind of people. We're going full sacrilege. Well, I didn't get shark cut out. That's right. (laughs) No, I had to keep that. (laughs) It was the more uncomfortable I could make. Justin and Andrew was the better. I was like... The funny thing is that no was down the nodding. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who are we going with, Jeff? Uh, let's uh, go with Heidi. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. No, no, it's fine. I gotta go. We <laughs> I made Heidi make weird sounds. We all gotta go sometime. Um, yeah, no, it's a it's a no for me, dog. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit edgy. No, um. Even though I can't enjoy it on a separate level, like I almost, I, I've rethought it since I, like on my ride home today, I was like, I'm going to give it a 0.5. Like that's how much I hate it. But yeah, I I would never. That's generous. But since we've discussed it and I do agree with Jeff's opinion that if I take it separately and just bop around my kitchen to it without thinking about it too much, I'm going to give it a 1.3, which is still horrible and low. And I love you. I love you. I love you, Steve, Ed, Tyler, Kevin. Like, um, um, wait, Steve, Tyler, Ed, Kevin, Jim. I love you all very, very much. But I, I just, I can't. My, my good Christian self cannot. Come on, Heidi. They weren't there. It's just one dude on a Casio. For the love of Pete. Especially since we're in the spirit of perpetual hope right now. And I'm going to crap all over this song. Maybe we're wrong about this. Maybe it was Steven on the Casio the whole time. Maybe. Maybe Maybe. he would just take out the Casio from from Buck Naked. (laughs) (laughs) If Steven gives us... If Steven comes on the show and says, no, that was me. I I did, Rudolph. I did. Th- so then I, that's a whole totally other thing. Human, but it still then my score might reflect that. My score might reflect that. I'm going to look like a oh. genius. I will go. I will go. <laughs> okay. I, I, I didn't like this song for a long time. Like I said, I've listened to this album many times. And I it bothers me that it's sandwiched between, first of all, two songs that I love. I love Hanukkah Blessings. Like Hanukkah Blessings is well over a four for me. Uh, Elf's Lament up there. Like those are, those are four level songs right there. And then you have this in the middle. And like I said, I do, I do love Oh Holy Night. I love the, the melodic structure of it. I love how challenging it is. Um, Josh Groban, who I want to sucker punch and, and love at the same time. Uh, does an amazing version of this and, and I hate him for it. And um, <clears throat> like, I do love this song uh, a lot. Um, but um, 
but it, I don't necessarily, I don't think I have the emotional attachment to it. So I, I'm okay with it being played with just like I am with any song. And so when I did get to hear and see the fun of it today, like I saw the kids dancing to it. I, I heard, you know, I, I was listening to it again a couple of times. I was like, you know what? There's a feel to it. There's a groove. There's that jazz feel to it. Um, I had fun with it. So I'm actually going to give this one, a, uh, this one a 1. <gasps> 1.9. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Stefan. Well, I do have the Josh Groban <laughs> holiday CD. <laughs> I, I do not have the bare naked ladies one. Um, yeah. So uh, who's going to hell? This guy probably. But anyways, uh, <laughs> hey, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. Ranking. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, I listened to the song and I'm like, where's whole holy night in here? It doesn't even sound like it. Like, I don't even recognize this. As far as organ playing, it'd be great. You know, it, good job. Kudos. I wish I had some, re- like, red hot dogs and, like, um, you know, a nice, good, overpriced $50 beer at, uh, at my baseball game so that I could, you know, stand up and stretch it out and, you know, munch down something. But, uh, so, I mean, I suppose that's okay. What they did do is very appropriate for a ball game. Um now I want a hot Celebration dog real of bad. Jesus? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Hot dog. Now I want a hot dog really bad. Oh, holy dog. Oh, yeah. holy oh, dog. Holy. The relish is a... uh, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> and then the mustard with Dijon ketchup on the side. Pour on the cheese. <laughs> oh, here the chili beans. Oh, hot dog divide. Oh, night the Franks were born. No, no. That's bad. I, I couldn't get a rhyme. That's okay. You know, I'm no Jeff. I've never put... I've never put Frank's hot sauce on hot dogs before. By the way, support good. Jeff's uh, oh, I have. Kickstarter. Yeah, support Jeff's Kickstarter, please. <laughs> Fantastic. Plug. <laughs> so what was your number, Stephen? <laughs> I, yeah, I wasn't yeah, allowed to get right. to it. <laughs> uh, well, um, I, I guess one. <laughs> because, I mean, the organ playing is pretty good, but does it sound like the song? No. Is it horrible? Yes. And uh, the lyrics are uh, the lyrics are the best part of the whole thing. A two, a, a one, one, two, and three, Tracy, four. you know what? It's like people might tell me because dun. I don't like relish, but I love pickles. And they're like, <laughs> relish is pickles. No, relish is not pickles. It tastes different. But I love cucumbers. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, now we on stack time? Like, what's going on? I have to point out, like, BNL never played this song in concert during any of their holiday album. That's because they had to sell more albums after that. Ah. The the Casio broke. Yeah. They have a reputation. Uh, Steve was like, I can't bring this thing out on stage. What are you kidding me? (laughs) 
No, they never played this once. Um, and I mean, thank go- goodness they didn't do that during the hell. You you you, you laugh, to. but if if they actually would have brushed this, if Tyler would have brushed this, and Steve would have been at the keyboard, people would have been oh, dancing. Yeah. Okay, I guarantee. If Steve had been at the keyboard, people would have been like, "Yes, yeah, yes." As a little joke, yes. Or if I heard. Hockey pucks would be flying. A Zamboni would come out with Santa Claus riding a Zamboni. If Stephen Page came to the hockey game I was watching, pulled out the Casio and started playing this, I would totally love it. In June, but in June that in. it's got to be in that atmosphere. It this totally does not work for me in any way, shape, or form. So instead, I'm I'm giving this a one. That sounds like my score. That very very yeah. similar. Yeah, yeah. Total um, plagiarism on the score. I know. <laughs> but I am recommending everyone to go out and listen to the appearance this week, which yes, is the yes, Boston Pops yeah. version of yeah. this. Yeah, um, that, yeah, that gave me goosebumps. It was just when the song is done right, it can. It's so moving, incredibly moving. It is. It is. Um, so I have a question for you guys. Someone, Saker, from from uh, the other podcast, from uh, It's All Been Done, brought a question to me this week, and it's been driving me crazy. So did Heidi or, or Jeff, are you planning on buying the vinyl version of Detour de Force? Oh, yeah, maybe. I, I forgot. If you do... I'm not. Let me know possibly, because possibly, yeah. No one has given us. There is a track on there um, called uh, "The Way of the Heart," which is a Kevin song. It is a, a exclusive only to that <laughs> album, um, and so no one can get it. No, no one that owns the vinyl is willing to download it for those of us digitally that that don't have vinyl. But of course, we want right. to cover it on this song. Um, I. Don't have vinyl because I don't have a record player. But I have you a know, I, I thought. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I have a record player. Well, there we go. Yeah. I do too. I can, right you know, see. I'm, yeah. I don't. I don't. I got it. It's on its way now. <laughs> oh, you bought the record. And that was the not the song. <clears throat> not the song. Oh. Well, you did I buy did the buy song, just not the record. But yeah. Yeah, it's, it's on there. Yeah. You have a record player? Uh, I, oh. By the way, next week's song is odds on. Oh, hey, we have the same one. I, Plus, I, I have slipped one that in my one in my office too. Odds are, I love odds are. Wait, you slipped in odds. <laughs> I said that. I, I said that. You know what? I don't have a record player, but I knew that the odds are that one of us. Oh. Were. If, Tra- oh. if, Tra- if Tracy tells a pun in the forest and nobody odds are, we're going to be all right. Does it mean that the uh, he, he could tell? <laughs> he could say a pun in the city and nobody would hear it. Hot <laughs> puns somewhere in the city. Oh wait. <laughs> Next week, I hope everyone has a great week and enjoys Christmas. Um, if you instead have Hanukkah, we're recording this during Hanukkah, and we rec- you know I I say Happy Hanukkah to all of to, you, but to all of those who celebrate Kwanzaa, Happy. Kwanzaa. I almost had a heart attack thinking Christmas was next. Week. But I, we will not be. <laughs> we will not be releasing episode during Christmas week. Sorry, guys. But we will be back the following week with our year in review for 2021. 
So please come back and listen to us then, and then we will be covering Odds Are the week after. Have a good holiday, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Absolutely. Happy solstice. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.